was your 2022 holiday season merry and bright, but also a little blue? Did you spend a lot of time putting on a great face for your family and all of your friends, but actually deep inside you were anxious, maybe nervous, maybe in like a lot of pain for the holiday season? If so, this truthful chat is for you. Hi, I'm Pam Williams, a mother. And I'm Jessica E. Williams, a daughter. And this is A Mother and a Daughter Truthful Chat, where we discuss our 35-year multi-layered relationship. We've been through so many ups and downs. Not only are we family, but we're business partners in the high-stress world of event planning and production for short films. We've also shared the same therapist for over 10 years. What some people call codependence, we call collaboration. So join us as we share stories from our lives, have candid conversations with other mother-daughter duos, and shed light on the roller coaster ride of being a woman while raising a woman. Happy New, New Year! Uh, we made it to 2023. Listen, after 2020, any year that you get is a great year. Okay, so we're just very, very, very excited about that. So welcome to 2023. So Truthful Chats actually started last summer mm-hmm. uh, on Facebook. We kind of were doing it to test the waters. We were trying to see if we had people that would even be interested in hearing from us. And it was good. It was successful. People watched it. But we kind of fell off. It was inconsistent. Um, but we promised that we're going to be consistent. So shout out to everybody in the Facebook community that were rocking with us, that were supporting us, that were like, when are you guys coming back? We're back, okay? We're going to be on Facebook. We're going to be consistent. You guys can hold us accountable. 2023, we're going up, okay? And we expanded to YouTube because we wanted to take the message beyond just our friends and family and people that we know and share it with whoever needs it, okay? So that's where we wanted to expand. So truthful chats are 20 minutes or less, okay? And they are designed to help us with the ongoing practice of generational wellness, cultivating generational wellness. Um, if you don't know what that is, hit up the description box, look at our trailer for the channel. Uh, but it's a concept of generational wellness, which we are both super, super passionate about. So on the generational wellness channel, every single month we will have a theme and the truthful chat topics will unpack that theme. Sound good? I think it's pretty cool. I think it's cool. Yep. So the theme for January, as you might imagine, is change. Um, We are leaving 22, 2022. We're going to 2023. And it's got to require some change or else you're going to be doing the same thing over and over again. Um, A lot of times people want to talk about what's going to change in the new year, but they don't change in the new year. So that can um, kind of stunt your growth a little bit. So we want to talk about change and different things that you can change. The first thing um, is kind of a personal topic to me. We're going to talk about changing chronic pain for a renewed body and mind. So, Tell us your story, Pam. A personal story. A personal story. So um, maybe about five years ago, maybe four or five years ago, I got diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis and the doctor told me that I wasn't going to be able to walk in the next five years. And I was like, you're crazy. Um, I'm not taking this medicine. I'm not doing this. I'm going to do turmeric. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do all the things that people say that you can do. And um, a little bit of backstory. I'd been in the trade show industry for over ever 25 a long time, 30 years. And (laughs) if you've ever been to a trade show, you know, that involves walking a lot. 
walking, 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 and usually on concrete floors. Mm. Um, it might have carpet under over it, but underneath it, it's a concrete floor. So when I say I have literally been pounding the pavement for the last 25 years, I was pounding the pavement. Um, and so it took a toll on my hips, knees, all the things. Um, fortunately, the only thing that's really giving me a lot of trouble is my knee. That's and that's to that true. end, tomorrow morning, I am having a knee replacement. Woo-hoo. Surprise, full <laughs> knee replacement on her right knee. So after this, we're going to be getting the last things together so we can be ready to do that in the morning, bright and early in the morning. Yep. Yep. So as exciting as that is, um, as Jessica mentioned earlier about how were your holidays, mine were a little anxious. Mine were a little nervous thinking about the surgery. There was a lot of pain, a lot of things that I wanted to get done before I go to surgery. You know how you have like, oh, I need to do this and this and this. But we did get a lot done. Long to do list. So we got that done. And that actually made me feel better. So you're um, welcome. Th- you're welcome. Thank you. I appreciate <laughs> you. So sometimes, um, you know, I'm, I'm a, I tend to be a little bit of an overachiever, mm-hmm. a little bit of a checklist kind of person. Like we have to get this done, this done, this done, this done, this done. Um, and so when I don't get it done, it makes me a little frustrated and yeah. a little anxious. So um, I'm glad it all got done. I'm glad we're almost ready to go to the hospital in the morning. A couple of things to do. But I'm really most excited about getting on the other side of the pain because I thought chronic pain you hear people talk about it and you think you understand it, but until you live with In it theory. and through it, the theory of chronic pain is one thing. The reality of chronic pain is something totally different. And so um, I realized that it not only did it impact my actual body, but there was a lot of impact on my emotional well-being, my mental well-being, I could be a little irritable sometimes, I think, because pain is like it. I don't know how to describe it, but if you've ever had it, sometimes it's just it's behind your eyes and you feel like you can't even really see clearly, let alone think clearly. So it takes over, I guess. It takes over. So you talked about like how this has affected your body, but we've had talks about it affecting your like self-image and how you saw Mm -hmm. yourself. Mm -hmm. your creativity. So talk to us a little bit about that. So the self-image part was really um, crazy for me because I have been kind of a go-getter, you know, run around, travel. You know, I spent four or five years traveling back and forth across the country uh, on a plane once or twice a week sometimes. And so to be not able to do that um, was crazy. And It was kind of on the heels of the pandemic because even when the doctor told me about the arthritis, I didn't think it was going to happen because I thought I would still be moving and traveling Mm -hmm. and active. But then when the pandemic hit and we were sitting around for two and a half years, um, no matter how much you try to exercise or walk or whatever, it it took a toll on all our bodies. And it really, really messed mine up. Let's just say I was at church one Sunday and somebody said, oh, auntie, what is going on? This is not you. And in my mind, that was exactly what was going on. It was not me to be on a cane, to not be able to stand up, 
to not be able to move. Jessica would always say, you're going to have to do better because if somebody <laughs> tries to jack us getting out of the car, it's, it's we're, I got, it's I mean, I got we're in trouble because you know I mean? it would take me forever. And so that had not been my lifestyle before. So that image of me now as kind of, you know, getting into old age and looking it because so many people in their 70s don't even look it or don't act like it or whatever. And I always thought that was going to be me. So the fact that I was now, you know, kind of hobbling around um, really affected my my image of who I was. And it affected my creativity. Like mm. we're entrepreneurs. We have to come up with things. We have to have ideas and put those ideas into action. And the fatigue of trying to manage mm. the pain was really hard for me to um, get over. Um, we would have plans for the day of what we were going to work on and what we're going to do. And, you know, midway in the day, I'm like, I can't, I can't sit up anymore. I can't, pain would just be overwhelming. So not being able to create and work the way that um, we're, we were used to and the way that I needed to. And then having that image of me now as being kind of weak and vulnerable and old was just like driving me crazy. And I think as a kid watching your parent age, that's not an easy thing to witness. Um, you feel bad for them. You want to do something, but it's kind of nothing you could do. Like, you know, she's she does everything for herself. So I'll be like, girl, why are you picking that up? Or what are you doing? Like even even today, up until today, she's be doing stuff. And I'd be like, you can ask me for help. Like, I want to help you do things. But it's also made me since I'm 30 years younger than her start to really assess my genetics and the things that I could do to try to be preventative because my dad has had two hip, both hips replaced and both knees. He was very active when he was younger. And then she wasn't so much active in the exercise space, but, you know, working and moving like that. So it just made me open up my eyes to like, okay, my body's going to age. What can I do to make that process not as painful and not as hard? So for you, what does it mean to you that you're going to have like a renewed body and a renewed mind? Oh, my goodness. The mind part is really, really important um, because, I, like I said, I didn't realize how much how your body felt affected your mind. And so, um, you know, we've got a lot to do with generational wellness. And that's just one of our projects. We have a couple of other projects that we're working on. And so not being able to work at the pace um, and not crazy, because I think the pandemic made us all slow down a little bit. A little bit. Um, but then to have a desire to want to do something and literally be unable to do it um, was was really hard, has been really, really hard for me. Um, like I said, I'm that checklist girl. I'm like, we have eight things to do today. And um, when we only get two done, I am just a wreck. But I be telling her, have grace for yourself. Like, there's really not a whole lot you can do. Like, just have grace for yourself. Okay, so name, like, one thing you're looking forward to doing in, like, six months once you've, like, rehabbed really well, knees doing well, everything is going well. Like, what is something you want to do? So I think not being active during the pandemic and seeing what it did to my body made me realize really the importance of exercise, which it's is, important. I, it's not my thing, never has been, but I really um, have watched you 
get more disciplined about your um, physical activity. And Shout out to Coach Stormy and the High <laughs> Vibrational Challenge. Shout out to you, Sam. Uh, shout out to y'all. I'm walking and doing all the things. So thank y'all. <clears throat> so it has really helped me see that it does really make a difference. And having gone through this process, um, I really want to make that a goal mm -hmm. to be more active physically because I do see how it affects your mind yeah. and how it affects your um, body. And shout out to Grow With Joe as well. Grow With Joe, you really be helping us. We be stretching and do all that thing. So I want to shout out to you. Collaboration. That's what it's about. Give the people their flowers. So, And I think, too, this is what generational wellness is about. It's not just about generational curses or trauma, all the bad things. All the <laughs> bad things. It's like I learned something about my body <clears throat> that's really important. I learned something about me. Um, as a result of my body being in pain. And I'm trying to pass that on to her now and she's watching it happen. So she won't get to 60 or, you know, late 50s and 60 and, yeah. and freak out as to, oh God, what's happening with my body? She will know and she will have seen what I went through. And then she also will have made plans as she's doing right now to not have the same thing happen to her in the same way. So um, I think that's one of the things that we want to try to impart to people over these next chats and conversations is, you know, go ask your mom or your grandma or somebody like somebody about these genetics. Like what? Hey, did you ever, you know, you go to the doctor and they ask you about your family history. And a lot of times we don't know. So I think it's really important to have those conversations. And um, that's how you promote generational wellness. Big facts. Get checked out, y'all. It's important. So with that, we're going to bid you adieu because we said we wasn't going to keep you. Okay. So this is happening weekly. I don't know what's going to happen because of Pam's surgery. So please send her love, light, prayers, all of those things. I will actually be documenting this journey. If you want to stay in the know, make sure that you are subscribed on YouTube. You're following us on Facebook. All the information will be somewhere on the channel. So Welcome, y'all. Truthful Chats and Generational Wellness with Jessica E. Williams and Pam Williams. We'll see you next time. All right. Thanks so much.